family is yeah. so fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That was weird. <laughs> All right, fuckers, welcome to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation Podcast. I'm Morgan Rector. What's up, fuckers? Yo, sis, I'm Raymond Hazen Jr. A.K.A. Puff the Magic Dragon. A.K.A. The Liquor Meister General. A.K.A. Show me yours and I'll show you mine. Ray! Bam! Bam! <laughs> I'm sitting here with... Uh, oh, you, know, awesome. it's, you know, this amazing thing happened today. I thought that I, I smoked all the White Widow weed that I bought a few weeks ago. And today I was going through my shit in my desk. It, it turned out it just door. fell in, it fell into the second drawer. And there was tons of it, too. So I got this joint, and I came up with a Billy Idol parody for it. Nice day for a White Widow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are uh, you ready to spark up? You got your... Uh... Uh, yes, sir, right here. <laughs> Oh, 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 shoot. Oh, there we go. Sometimes I tighten too much. Sometimes I'm too strong for even myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm, uh, I'm heating my nail right now. Ready for the countdown? All righty. I'll fire it up with the five when I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. And five, four, three, two, one. Rock and roll. Haven't even gotten to the meat and potatoes of this one yet. Uh, It's all right. Did you know that Snoop? Pays a guy just to roll joints for him. That's the guy's fucking job. <coughs> yes. <coughs> and wow. <coughs> I wish I had something like that, like that, you know. But I got that hyperhidrosis shit. I don't know if you know what that is. I can't really roll too well. Sweating. Yes, sir. Precisely yeah. what it is. I'm, I'm, t- I, I'm getting ready to go for an operation for it. For real, eh? For real, well, for I mean- real, yeah. When I was at my peak weight, and this was like many years ago, like in my twenties, I had yeah, I, I was I had a lot of big problems with sweating, man. Yeah, I got that hyperhidrosis, man, and and so it's it's generalized or localized sweating, right? And um, the big problem areas for people are palms, the hands, bottoms, the feet, you know, shit like that. <clears throat> armpits whatever but my hands and my feet are real bad but my hands is what really bothers me because like it gets drippy sometimes like dude it's been years since i've held hands with girls like there's been a couple girls i've held hands with and that's just because like they were like no hold my hand like i understand and i don't care uh and then like or like at the beach but for the most part like my hands are always wet they're always moist like I, I'm sitting here working, it gets hard sometimes doing my school and and, and vi- edit, uh, editing the videos and shit, because like it'll start dripping sometimes. Like it just it like starts running. Yeah, oh yeah, it starts running and dripping, and like it'll go, it'll it'll drip right into the keyboard, you know. You better not lift any weights, man. <laughs> well, I used to work out. I actually was pretty, you know, skinny and sexy. You know, it wasn't just fat and sexy. It was skinny. So I guess you, know? you had to put that powder on your hands. 
Yeah, constantly, constantly. What is that? Is that uh, or something? Or is it- it's it's some sort of talc, I think. You know, uh, uh, I'm not really sure. I know that in pool halls, that's a type of chalk. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I've got this um referral I already sent from my doc. There's a place down in Beverly Hills that does an operation on that stuff. And so we're waiting for them to. I mean, I, I'm I'm approved and I'm covered and cleared, and so pretty soon I'll be heading down to Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. Go down there and have operation. I guess they're gonna cut in through here somewhere, and up under my nipple somewhere. And what? So they just completely disable the sweat glands? Is that what they do at the? Well, room? no. Okay. So so the way he worded it, which made kind of sense to me, and maybe I might be adding to it a little bit since time goes on you know how we do that with our brains but what he basically said was is is picture your sweat pour like where the sweat comes out as a faucet okay and it's the bathroom sink and normal people it turns on and it turns off and it turns on and it turns off and it turns off right you know what i'm saying people hyperhidrosis like me it's it's just stuck on it's not it's not it's not even leaking like it's it's turned on and it's just left running you know, and that's what it is. And what they do is they go in there to where the nerve, because, you know, it's all through nerves. Nerves control all that shit. So mm-hmm. go, they go to the nerves and they, uh, I, I want to say, maybe I'm misreading what he's saying, because like I said, I'm not, I'm not a doctor, but he, I think they snip the nerve. And so like it, it, it basically they just like remove a part of the pipe. So the water doesn't actually even flow to that faucet. So like the way he worded it was like like your hands will stop being so because you they can only do it on hands uh hands and feet you have to have hands and feet uh, you have to have it from a child and it has to be uh drippy you know what i mean morgan shut up no man. no i know what you're saying it's just the way it sounded yeah you're yeah, tough, tough yeah. shit if you don't have any of those things yeah yeah fuck off if you ain't got no hands and feet you know so when <laughs> So when you bang a chick, I guess you're like Randy. You're just fucking covered with sweat from head to toe. Is that how it goes? Uh, just yeah, in mean, the head. It gets that way sometimes. I mean, if it's hot. But no, I mean, it ain't like that all the time. Uh, it's just like heat doesn't have much to do with it. Um, movement doesn't. I mean, yes, those those exacerbate the situation, of course. But those have like I I will be sitting in my room right here. In front of the fucking air conditioner with the fan going, blaring at me with a towel, sitting in nothing but my underwear, cold, and my hands are sweating and dripping. Yeah, that is definitely a yeah. Yeah, you well, know, uh, one one of the things I do is I always wear socks. I'm one of those guys that's always got socks on, you know, even oh. with his flip flops and sandals. And and people ask me if it's a fashion statement, and and no, it's it's a safety hazard. Because if I'm wearing flip-flops, I mean, except for, like, Birkenstocks, which I still like socks in just because I feel weird without them on because my feet sweat. But, like my hands. Uh, but um, realistically, what it is is, like, if I'm walking around in flip-flops or sandals with no socks on, I am I will slip and slide. Oh, I will wow. slip on them because my feet are – bottoms of my feet are slippery, you know, sweaty. Well, you know what? how you get away with wearing sandals with socks is – if the sandals are black and you wear black socks, that way it's almost like a camouflage. Uh, I've gotten away with wearing a lot of things like that because I'm six foot two and like 260 pounds, and yeah, yeah, I've got tattoos and um, I've been known to headbutt people. Well, you, 
I could see you like fitting in with like a biker gang. You know, you kind of got that look about you. I I I, I grew up in one. All really? my family bikers. Yeah, all my family bikers. Well, Those are all bikers. Yeah. What club was that? Uh, well, no, dad didn't really club up, but they were all oh, bikers. Just, oh, and just, mom, mom knew club people. And uh, what was it? What the heck was it called? Um, I don't really know. I don't really know them that well. But my brothers know them. My brothers were all bikers. Uh, I don't remember that. It's the one up here in Lake County, man. I'd have to look it up real fast. Well, there's like uh, I don't really know because, like I said, I don't really associate them all that much. Yeah, the Hell's Angels. Satan's Choice. There's all these different. No, nothing like that. it. Wasn't Hell's Angels? I've known I've known lots of Hell's Angels in my life for sure. Yeah. Uh, especially like in prison, I met plenty. You know. Yeah. Um, they want they want the world to think that they're not criminals, but who the fuck are they kidding, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, they are. Uh, well, actually, not they're not all criminals. From my understand, they're guys who actually have regular jobs and they ride in their spare time and they happen to have that affiliation, well, but they they don't commit crimes. So, I don't think those type of people are hell's angels, but they might know hell's angels. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like me, I've I've met some. I know some. Uh, what the heck is the name of the fucking club up here? I've met a couple of them a couple times. My brothers know them all, um, and it's driving me crazy now. I'm just fucking buzzing stuff. We've all seen me how I get sometimes. I forget shit. Uh, fuck, here, watch. I'm going to message my mom right now, dude. She'll fucking she'll tell me. Uh, anyway, what was the question we were saying? Hold on. Hold it was, on. Uh, I don't recall now, but it's like a... Hey, Bob, what's the name of the bike club that's up here? Uh, I can't remember. Um, Banditos, maybe? No, it ain't the Banditos. <laughs> <laughs> I think some non-Latino uh, people have been members of that great that group. Most biker gangs are not multiracial at all. Like the Harley, uh, not Harley, the Hell's Angels won't take in anyone who's not white. But uh, there, I think there are a few gangs that allow different people, people of other races. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's people of other races allowed in gangs. I mean, it really, I mean, of course, it really does depend. Uh, not just anyone gets accepted into oh, any yeah. gang, you know, into any gang. I uh, wouldn't have, a, I wouldn't have a prayer of being accepted. But that said, it seems like I don't know, Morgan. Your head is pretty skin, my man. <laughs> well, no, man. It's just. Well, like the constant crime, right? You have to be willing to kill people, beat people up, sell hard drugs, um, and uh, so that so you're a criminal and you're having to constantly like keep secrets and stay one step ahead of the law. I mean, I think you have to be someone who can live with that and not be stressed out by it. Um, yeah, and we're willing to fight anyone and yeah. I mean. Yeah, isn't that normal life though? Like that's the way I grew up. That's well, the way I've lived yeah. my whole life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know? yeah, I mean, so, like I said, maybe you would have fit in with the bikers then. Yeah. I mean, but when you grow up tall, like uh, not standing out uh, isn't an option, really. You know what I'm saying? And I'm yeah. not even that tall. I got I got plenty of friends that are much tall. Like my little brother's buddy. 
Jordan. Fuck, I love Jordan, dude. Uh, that some bitch is like six foot seven, six foot eight or something. Wow. I swear, every dude, no, he's in his he's in his late twenties, almost thirty. He's the same age as my brother, my baby brother. And uh, but I'm telling you, dude, like every time I see him, I feel like he's taller, dude. And I'm like, let me know, let me guess, does he get a lot of pussy? I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, I would, I think he's got no lady now, so I imagine probably not anymore. That, that is one thing that we, women are so militant about. Like that guy has to be taller, and if he's a fucking giant. Honestly, Morgan, no, I'm telling you, all of that goes out the window. Trust me, I tell anyone all the time. I can teach you. I'm like a hitch, dude. I can get chi- I get chicks, and I can teach anyone to get chicks, bro. It's super oh, yeah. easy. You can there's start only one. Start. There's yeah, I totally could. There's only one thing women care about, and that's confidence. Yeah. If so you, you have, that, so they it. would date a guy who's five feet tall. If he's very confident. Yeah, if you're confident, like, and I'm talking confident, like you need to be able to get out on the dance floor and dance with that girl, even if you can't dance. Why? Because you're confident and you don't give a shit. You need to be able to walk down the street and go, yeah, what's up? You know, like you got to be confident. You know. You can't you can't take a back seat to anyone in the room at any time. Women attract to confidence. Like there was one time that my buddy Anthony, uh, Anthony I, I'm not gonna say his name totally, Anthony. Okay, uh, I almost said his full name because I always oh, say his full name. But he's like he's like my little brother. No, not that Anthony. But anyway, uh, I was passed out on his couch, man. I was trying to sleep. It was the first time I had slept in a minute. Like I was trying to rest. I was tired, partying, living homeless, all kinds of stuff, right? And, like, he woke me up off his couch going, come on, bro, get in the car, dude. We got to go. We got to go. We're, we're going. And I'm like, all right, all right. Right? I'll sleep on his couch. His old ladies in the bedroom with the kids. Like, the kids are there. The kids are good. Like, everything's cool. But he woke me up and said, we got to go. I can wait a minute. Uh, anyway, so I get in the car and fucking, as I get in the car, uh, that's when he tells me, so... I had to get out of there, bro. I'm just tired. We're going up over here to the bar. I heard there's some big party going on. There's all kinds of people there. We're going to go up there and go fucking hurt, hit on some chicks and get some numbers and shit. And just flirt with bitches. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, because like I just woke up and like I look down and I'm wearing a, p- pajera, a, a pair of pajama pants and a white, uh, you know, an, uh, a, a, a slingshot tee, which some people used to call white beaters, you know? But a slingshot tee, uh, I don't like that name because it signifies beating women, and I don't roll with that. Well, but I, I, wear I, think one, was, you know? I think that name was inspired by movies like Raging Bull. It always seems like guys who abuse their wives wear shirts like that. Uh, so yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think anyone wanted to condone that. It, it, it was based on that stereotypical image of a guy wearing that undershirt mm. and beating his wife in it. But yeah, yeah, Raging Bull's probably the the move, number one movie that's associated with that imagery. Cause he does. Oh yeah, so your friend woke you up when you're on the couch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so and so I'm like, wait, what, what, what? And that's when I look at him and dude, A is looking good, bro. And he's a he's a little bit younger than me, but he's a good looking dude, bro. I used to call my little brother. He called, you know, he called me his big brother. He's like my, he, he, we looked like we could have been brothers. Like he was just a little bit younger, but he was a good-looking young dude, fucking hot, fucking dressed nice. Like, had, but anyway, he was dressed up nice, looking good, man. And I'm just sitting there and I look at myself. And like I said, I'm wearing a pair of pajama pants and one of them wife beater slangs. 
that you know that that you can tell I, I look like Kevin Federline. I, I you could tell I I'd been sleeping in this thing because it's like halfway down my calves too, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, bro. And so we go, and as we get there, like I explained to him, I go, you know what? It has nothing to do with the outfit. Watch this, bro. It has nothing to do with the outfit. I said it has to do with it has to do with what's inside the outfit and the confidence of a man. That's it. You gotta be want to comp, be confident. And as we were there, sure as shit, dude. Not only did I get more number, there was one point, dude. I look over, I'm sitting there with like six chicks standing here, and I'm talking to them all, hitting on this one. See, one of the key, I can teach you one of the keys. One of the keys is hit on the ugly friend. Whoever the ugly friend is, hit on her, because the rest of the girls are gonna wonder why she's getting hit on because she's the one that doesn't get hit on. You know what I'm saying? But if you're hitting on her, because girls want what's not wanting them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, it's like. They're like cats. That's why they're. That's why the reference is cats. They're like cats. Vince, a little while ago, my cat Vince. We all know Vince. He's like the mascot of the show. Fucking, he's around the corner over here, right? And I come walking around. I'm looking for him, and there he is, laying by the side of the house. And there's like a, a little gopher. He's been gopher hunting for a while. He's just trained. He's got like uh like fucking twenty confirmed kills, man. I've Killed seen. 20. Yeah, dude, I've got all kinds of gophers from them. Well, there's a golf course out behind the house, you know, so... Oh, oh yeah, so, yeah. Like so there's... T- yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he's got... As I'm looking, he's got this gopher, and he's just laying there. You know, Vince the cat, he's just laying there, right? And there's this little gopher, like, just right in front of him. And I stop, and I look, and I'm like, what's up, Vince? Like, is that just like a dead critter, and you're just <laughs> chilling? And, as, and that's when he looks up at me, and when he looks up at me, the little fucking starts to run and as soon as it starts to run he just pounces and right on top of it and slams it down and it's it stops moving and he lets go and just lays down right next to it and then looks at it looks at me and that's when i realized what's going on he's torturing this little animal he's basically going don't move and i won't kill you you know (laughs) the second it moves i'll kill you you know and that's the shit I'm talking about. Like, that's what's going on it sometimes. Like, <laughs> I forget why I was talking about that, but there was a reference. And well, when I'm editing this video later, I'll remember. Well, women won't sleep with a guy that they don't respect. I know that. Like, if whatever, if whatever. If that's it's not like, necessarily true either. If it's a lack of confidence or whether it's like uh, he's just an idiot or obnoxious. If they don't like him as a human being, they won't sleep with him. So, I will, I will, okay, I will admit that that is accurate. Okay, there has to be a sexual attraction, that, and that will trump that. If there's a sexual attraction, that trumps everything. Uh, yeah. So you're right, so you're right. You know, so, you're right. like, a woman could have, she could have low self-esteem, she could be really poor. She we could don't... dislike somebody, everything, but if she finds him attractive, she'll still bang him, even if she doesn't like him. I've been attracted to women that I held in deep contempt or that I just simply I had no respect for. But I'm, I'm I can hear you. Me. i got to run to the fridge real fast, but I can hear you. Oh, no. oh yeah, and uh, or sometimes that results in ending up in toxic relationships because you hope like the sex can make up for everything, but it doesn't. You can't uh, base a relationship on that. That's for sure. And because eventually that's going to fizzle out, and then you're just with some fucking douche. Yeah, we'll, get, we'll see. Uh, oh, yep, here he is. Uh, no, no, so, no. 
You Spoilers. cannot. You cannot. Hold on. Let me. I was listening to you the whole time. Oh, okay. You can. You cannot. I got my headphones on all the time. Morgan, know that. You cannot base a relationship on sex. No. But no. That won't fix anything. A guy yeah. would be yeah. tempted to do that, but that's not a good idea. No, he's dumb. Dumb yeah. as hell. Like it. Like. Um, you know, see, the girl is like the hottest girl he's ever been with. I can see how some guys. It's like that. It becomes seduced by the scenario itself, right? So it's like I. Even if she's a bitch, even if she treats me like dog shit, as long as I'm fucking her, it's all good. But it's not going to be good for long. No, if she, if she's true. I mean, we all we all get we all get uh, attached to the idea of being in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that too. Um, but the problem is, is relationships they have this nasty habit of eventually we all we start caring too much. Yeah. And so when when I start caring too much, I start. Excuse me wanting to dictate what you're doing just like when you start caring too much you start wanting to dictating what i'm doing you know what i'm saying like we want to start going well where are you going who are you with who's that person well i don't like them so you can't talk to them yeah every person on the planet has that in them and they eventually start doing it okay i've been in two relationships in my life where that never happened um and they were the most amazing relationships ever. And if it wasn't for the fact that we just both wanted different things, like uh, the fact that I like to party sometimes and they were totally teetotal, you know, uh, it just didn't didn't mix, you know, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah values and lifestyles, they have to be compatible too. Yeah, and then another one, I went to jail for undisclosed reasons and – Time goes on, you know. Well, it, that, either, that either kills relationships, or the fucking man, the fucking woman stays with him until the end of the sentence. I mean, in fact, no, 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 no. That's not what. That's not what ever happens. Girls well, no, never. No, there's one guy. It's, it's rare, but it happens. Like I saw this clip on YouTube. No, I can. No, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So this guy, he went to prison for 26 years, and his wife was faithful to him, and was right there as soon as he came out of the prison when he was released. So it, it does happen in some cases. Women can be loyal that now, way. Now, was he married before he got arrested to the same woman? Yeah, and he had kids too. Yeah. Okay, that's rare. Now, what I was going to say a minute ago was uh, what normally happens is, is no, no woman stays with a man uh, who gets a, a long sentence. But what does happen is women meet men while they're in there and they get with them and be pen pals and start dating. And then when when they come out, then they're there when they come home. Now, that happens sometimes. Yeah, there's this uh, website called CoreLinks. There are all these inmates who can get pen pals and they're all looking for a woman to write to them. So they're, not, they they're surrounded by men. Why would they want to meet another fucking man? You did you get to a point in jail where you were sick who's of men? surrounded by men? Like Women? when you're in prison, when you're in a prison, you know you were surrounded by what 99% men, right? Oh, no, no, 100% men. 100% uh, men. And then there, and then there's the occasional female. Yeah. Guard, you know, and that's the way it is. Like men and women are kept separately. For the most part, we just recently here in California started allowing transgender men, or I guess they're women, to go into women prisons. 
Which the I ones who transitioned. Uh, I think. I think that's 100 percent fucking stupid. The ones who transitioned into a man, you mean? No, not even trans. Really transitioned. I'm talking just kind of claim to be like. Just like no, boy, chick, know. girls have been women. Women have been getting raped. Like Chowchilla is the toughest chick prison down here in California. Those those chicks are badass. We yeah. used to joke. We used to joke in the joint about, hey, what would you do right now if they transferred you to Chowchilla? Right. Uh, and then like, cause like people who don't know, no better go like, oh yeah, I'd get me some of them girls. And then and told guys who've been around a minute go, no, you don't even understand, bro. Those girls will break your dick off, dude. <laughs> you know what you know, I'm saying? There's like, actually those, those, those there's a bitch, rate of, uh, those sexual bitches are, the, yeah, yeah. But those, those chicks are badass down there. A oh, woman totally. is- yeah, I was reading the statistics. A woman is 40 times more likely to be raped in prison than on the street. Because, because, because once again, there's still male guards. There's not very many female guards. Because women, see, and that's, that's part of that female wage gap bullshit. They try to say bullshit. No, the problem is, is not everyone goes in the same field equally. You know, most women go into nursing or teaching. That doesn't make as much as some security guards and doctors, you know what I'm saying? And or some correctional officers and doctors. So that's part of the problem. If we all went the same field equally, you would see that we do get paid the same. If 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 a, a company knew they could save thirty cents on the dollar by hiring a woman over a man, do you really think any man would have a job? <laughs> like it wouldn't happen. But anyway, yeah. So, so chicks aren't aren't very good. Like, it's not that they're good as a as a correctional officer. It's just, with all due respect, unless you're six foot two, two hundred and sixty pounds, you're not telling me what to do if I don't want to do it. You know well, what I'm saying? Can you imagine how fucking tough and brave a woman would have to be to work that fucking floor? Like at San Quentin, you know? And then these I've guys. I've met a few. I met a few. Even, even if she was like the ugliest woman ever, those guys haven't been with women in years, and uh, they they'd probably find it in their heart or genitalia to give her the business if they could. Oh, I just came across the thing that oh, said, "Oh, dude, no, no, no! I'm telling you right now, no, no. Every one of us had the same fantasy always. I've had this fantasy a thousand times. I don't know how many times in prison I jerked off to this fantasy. Uh, I'm in my cell." Some female, it doesn't matter, some female correctional officer comes, you need to come out for this reason to go over here for that reason. Okay, so you come out of the cell handcuffed up, like, because that's what you do, and as you're going, you get shoved in some, and and guess what, in your mind, you know exactly what broom closet, because you, uh, as we walk around the place, we see what's, we all look, so we know what is where so you you picture getting taken out shoved on here man and then just you know and no it never happens and then one day you hear about the guy who impregnated three correctional officers at the same time yeah i read a thing today it said this one baltimore prison four female guards got pregnant by the same inmate i think that's the same guy i'm talking about bro yeah maybe and and it's like then you hear about shit like that and you sit around and go man i've done how many years fucking jerking my own chirking 
and this guy impregnates four cops, and I couldn't even get one. Like, do you have, you have any idea how many have looked at my butthole searching me, bend over and cough, spread them? <laughs> Let me see. Yeah, the woman, the women. But yet, but yet, not one female cop molested me. That's that's a problem. Yeah, I would. I'd be fucking hard. Oh, uh, dude. You know, I used to yeah, I, I, I used to joke about getting an eyeball tattooed on my butthole. <laughs> so you know, when you bend over, spread them and cough, and they and they look, you know, with the flashlight, all they see is an eyeball looking right back at them. You know. <laughs> but I figured that would hurt way too much. I, I don't have the balls to do that. <laughs> I saw this sexy female cop once. She was blonde, had her hair tied up, and the fucking gun in the belt. It was fucking hot. I'm telling you, she was like, the, I wanted to fuck her so bad. And, of course, <laughs> you just don't try it with a cop. That's all. At least not no, while the no. <laughs> Yeah, once you get a fucking bullet in your stomach. So I was thinking, okay, so how about we do some of our prepared bits here? Uh, heartwarming moments. Um, oh, yes, I got plenty of those. Oh, before we break into everything, oh. can, can, I, can I just talk about – what today is because today is a very special important yeah. day today is the festival of drunkenness for real yes Where really 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 uh so anyway this shit i learned from assassin's creed a while ago alexa remind me last night um no that's not what i'm looking for god dang it god dang it where's my thing anyway the festival of drunken it's an ancient egyptian holiday okay so it, it hasn't been celebrated in a long time but it was a huge party for like a fucking week almost and uh come on help me out help me out facebook or computer uh anyway in ancient egypt uh the day which was called the festival of drunkenness is observed annually on the 20th of Torth, or the fourth month of, of the ancient Egyptian calendar. Uh, anyway, Sekhmet, uh, this I know, Sekhmet was the name of the goddess uh, of drunkenness. Um, festival, The Festival of Drunkenness, Naked History, uh, Festival of Drunkenness, Unique Ancient History. Uh, anyway, so it was a huge party. And... Uh, the story goes that Ra, the son of God, was frankly salty about uh, mankind and called his children together to discuss it. The council of the gods is called, and they decide to punish the rebellious men and letting loose the goddess Hathor. She stormed out to the form. Uh, she stormed out in the form of Sekhmet. That's the one I was just talking about, which literally means female magical power. Uh, in some stories, there is the form of a great flood that might be the Egyptian flood that we hear about in Bibles. And in others, it is the form of a lion. Whether this form is Hathor uh, went to town killing others up and down the Nile, uh, Ra and the other gods uh, started to feel bad about what they lo- uh, had let loose and tried to stop her. But at this point, okay, hold on. originally it was, let me get to where the, is it, come on, come on. Let's see this thing talking. So this is, yeah, okay, this is the festival. 
Originally, it was thought uh, these rituals took place in uh, in later than Egypt's history when they were ruled by the Greeks and the Romans. However, recent discoveries have uh, from the uh, excavations of the Temple of Mut. Uh, why do I feel like I know that? Mut. What? What's mut? Sorry, what do they drink? Uh, they drink like uh, wine or oh, mead? all kind. Yeah, wine, mead. Uh, no, you they don't had, have. You ever had mead? No, I haven't had straight up mead, but I plan on making it one of these days. And you know what? I'm thinking for the Scoob Dash Snack Shack, I yeah. might do it as an episode. Can you, you know? buy it at the stores? Uh, they you must can get kits and stuff. I mean, maybe or maybe it's just not that popular. I guess right. Yeah, it's very different than beer. You know, it's very yeah. different. Uh, sell it at those like Renaissance fair things. But anyway, long story short, people, look it up if you want. The Festival of Drunkenness. It went on for a couple days back in ancient Egypt. You know what I'm saying? And segment, there was something more to it. Like, uh, I'm kind of upset that I'm I'm not finding the same page I had set out earlier. Uh, oh, segment. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, in ancient Egyptian mythology, Sekhmet, uh, also spelled, okay, is a warrior goddess and well as a goddess of healing and drunkenness. She is the disciple of the lioness. She is seen as a protector of the pharaohs and then in, led them in warfare. Uh... The myth about Ra and the rule of Earth, Ra sent the goddess Hathor in the form of segments to destroy the mortals. Um, yeah, that was what I was saying. Okay, fuck, runs off into something else. Okay, anyway, but yeah, they and then the mortals prayed and partied, and segment liked to party, and so she changed her mind. <laughs> it was like, you know, fuck you, Ra. <laughs> That's too like the, you know that's yeah. a great fucking name, by the way. I, th- I think that's a really cool name, Ra. Like it's it's a little different, you know. It's a little weird, and unfortunately, the kid might get bullied because of it. But uh, actually, it's my name just with one. You know, actually, oh, my yeah. name with one less letter is Ra. Oh yeah, well that's cool. Yeah, Ray, Ra, Ray, Ra, Ray, Ra. It's just three R's. Uh, so anyway, my name. Yes, today is the. Uh, Drunkenness day. Anyway, yeah. go ahead, Morgan. Yeah, so my first uh, heartwarming moment is um, from season 12. So Susan has just, like, told Ricky that she got chlamydia and refused his wedding proposal. And that somebody starts hitting him. And, and Sarah defended Ricky, which was un- unheard of at that point because for season after season, she's just fucking dissing the guy. So to see that she had enough love for him to step up for him was really cool oh yeah yeah i mean it's always nice to see especially ricky you know because like besides julian and maybe bug totally to maybe julian honestly as much as julian's got everyone's back and he's there like i don't know how much i've seen him really just stand up and take the brunt of something you know yeah yeah you know Like he, he's there with you as long as jail dummies got co- you know jail covered yeah, dummies yeah. has got 
you know? As long as he's uh, making <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Alright, Morgan, I gotta pee, dude. I, I, my, my back teeth are watering or floating. So, oh, give, me, give, me, give me two seconds, and don't worry, I can edit this part out. Of Let's have it to a Zizzler. Yeah, have it to a Zizzler. <laughs> if you want to talk about something, I'll keep it in. All right. Well, I'll give a, you see, a preview of my ne- the next part of the list of on my list. Lucy and Ricky in the car in the first movie. I think everyone knows what I'm talking about, but I will get into more detail after Ray finishes taking a piss. By the way, which is in the list this week of the worst moments of the of the series there's there's i mean there's been a number of scenes in the show where people are pissing (laughs) i don't know how many exactly but there's a lot of them and uh in my list of five worst moments somebody urinating is one of them um i think it's great It's yeah. great, bro. I'm literally pissing as you're saying that. <laughs> yeah, there must be like fucking pissing seasons. Yeah, it's ten pissing uh, scenes in Trailer Park Boys. Well, you see, you see the one where uh, I don't want to say it because I'm I was gonna I, I as we do the show now that I'm starting to get better at editing and what we're doing. Like I'm already picturing what I'm gonna cut in where we're talking, you know. And so I don't want to talk about it because I was about to splice it in just a few mm-hmm. minutes before. I, I think but I I'll feel- fit it in right here. Yeah. But it's the part. It's the part when Leslie Dancer has got the the, uh, uh, the the gate at the front, and Ricky memories pissing, and he burns his dick on the fucking. Oh yeah. There's another dick out pissing moment that was just beautiful, and I was thinking about it. Classic Trailer Boys, Park Boys piss moment. Yeah. All right, my my next one, and I said this earlier. So Lucy and Ricky were in the in the car, and um, that's in the. Wait, first what are we talking about? Are we talking about heartwarming? Heartwarming. I haven't. I haven't given my first one yet. That was yours. Oh, okay. Sorry. Did say yours then? Yeah, don't ditch me, bro. It's the festival of drunkenness. You can't leave me. Well, I'm high, but, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna not notice certain things. <laughs> Holy shit! Festival, you, you, festival of drunkenness, everybody. That, you, you, he's, he's got a Jim Leahy-sized serving of liquor. Yeah. All right, anyway, my number five heartwarming moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. Countdown to Liquor Day. When Julian sells the Monte Carlo SS for Bubbles' cats. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. That's a great one. Remember, he's sitting there, and Bubbles is like, but you, you love this Monte Carlo SS limited edition. And Julian's like, yeah, but not as much as I love you, you fucking knucklehead. You know, like, like that was just like that was one of those moments that to this, it it it, it makes me feel so good, and it, it 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 helps write the story of how I am as a friend. I oh, will yeah. always, you know, like. But you, yeah. When you think of how much Julian loves cars, and he gave one away for, for Bubble's sake, that says how how deepest friendship means to him no it shows you how much he loves bubbles you know what i'm yeah. saying so yeah lucy and ricky in the car in the first movie this is after ricky's kind of depressed because 
she's been stripping and dating the manager of that uh, strip club she works at. But they get in the car, and did you know the name of it when you blow smoke in a chick's mouth? Were you talking about like a shotgun hit? Is that it? It's like it's like well, you, yeah, yeah. You got the ash in in your mouth, and you you inhale, and you blow it yeah. right in her mouth. Yeah. So he does that. I mean, yeah, just, I think it, yeah, yeah. The music they used, um, the uh, which April Wine, I'm on fire for you, baby, and they shot it in slow mo. Fucking incredible scene. Mike Clattenburg is a good director. He really is. Oh, he's a great director. He really is. And uh, we all like the fact that I don't like Lucy isn't a secret. But that is one of the many scenes of Lucy that actually are very important. And I do like. I like that scene. That's a great scene. Yeah, totally. That's in uh, uh, the Big Dirty. Oh, you got yourself some incense there? Always, always burning. That's a big, that's a big one, too. Yeah, it's normal. It's normal? Oh, it must be the camera yeah. thing. Yeah, it's camera angle. That's why, we, That's why we, you know, when we do dick shots, we do like this. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Because it looks better from that angle. <laughs> if you use, like, an extremely wide lens, you can definitely enlarge it on photograph. Oh, for sure. And I'm telling you, Morgan, just from below, just hold the camera below. Your junk will look this big, bro. Look how big my arm looks, dude. Trust me, it ain't that big. And we were talking about relationships and dating earlier. One tip for the guys, do not send women pictures of your dick if you're just meeting them and getting to know them. They fucking hate that. Bad idea. Unless, unless they ask for it. Yeah, if they ask for it, cool. But it seems like very few of them ask for it right away. You know, there's two types of relationships out there. There's those that I call relationships, and there's those that I call relationships. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Putting a lady's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fucking just be careful, you know? You, I mean, don't do more than you should, but don't do less than you should. It, it's... Uh, it's like treading water, you know what I'm saying? Anyone who's been thrown in a pool and they got to tread water for a while, they'll, they'll know what I'm getting at. Like, if you kick too much, you get too tired, and you almost come out of the water, and guess what? You ain't going nowhere. If you don't kick enough, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you got to figure that shit out. Uh, it's a balance. Life's a balance. Women are a balance. Everything's a balance. Mm. If you don't know the balance, email me at scoobdad.lahey and I'll tell you what to do. Right. Oh, that's at, that's at Gmail. Scoobdad.lahey at Gmail. And I'll tell you what to do. So uh, what uh, is your your second heartwarming moment? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, this is a good one. This is a good one. Okay. Uh, we're going back. We're going back to the Bible, Piz Nymph. Bible pimp, right? Bubbles, okay? Bubbles. He, he tells Leahy, he comes up out of that garbage can, he tells the boys at the end the same thing. He goes, you know what? No. Friends look out for their friends, and they watch out for their friends, even when they forget them to buy them egg rolls. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because remember, they were fucking Bible. They were fucking Bubbles around that whole episode. That's no right. No one gave a shit what Bubbles said. 
But yeah. Robles had everyone's back the whole time. He watched Ricky, every- Ricky was dating Sarah, and he was totally preoccupied with that. Yeah. Yep, and Julian was all about, uh, you know, what's her name? Earmuffs girl, you know? Bible, Bible pimp's daughter. And remember, Leahy's like, he's like, What's, or he and him and Randy trying to watch, and then all of a sudden Bubbles comes out of the old trash can. You know? <laughs> and then at the end of it, they're like, Bubbles, and he's like, even when your friend forgets to buy you egg rolls or whatever, you remember that? He's like, the friends got each other's back. Like, that shit is gold, and that shit's gold, people. Remember that. Have your friends back. Even when they don't have yours, that isn't important. Have your friends back. Okay. All right. Uh, yes, yeah, just thinking about egg rolls for a moment there. So they create this shell, and it's just fucking filled with crap. It's just veg vegetables like like the worst assortment of vegetables thrown together. And and yet I love these fucking things. I don't know why. No, egg rolls are amazing, bro. And they're have you never made one from scratch? Morgan, <laughs> we have to start. We have to get together, bro. Like I could. You've made egg rolls? Yes. Oh, you, make, you can actually make. I could make you cheeseburger pizza egg rolls, bro. Have you uh, Have you ever made sushi? Yes, I make sushi. When I was going to the culinary school, um, I used to make a thing called scoob she. Remember, I'm Scoob Dad Leahy, and so my, everyone called it scoob she, and it was basically uh, like a sushi burrito. So it was like a big log of sushi. And it was so bomb, bro. And it had unagi, which is smoked eel, and some other things. And oh man. Uh, all right. So my second, or no, my third heartwarming moment. It's the last scene of season uh, seven. Four, season right. seven, the last scene. So I basically things have worked out for a change. The boys got their money. Uh, Sarah is banging Jacob. <laughs> Everyone's just really happy and got whatever they wanted. Ricky's back with Lucy and Trinity again. This is really cool. And I know that that was actually going to be like the last TV episode of the series. And then Say Goodnight to the Bad Guys was going to be the last part. But yeah. They, that so, was a, so are you talking about, uh, so you said season seven finale? Yeah, the finale of season seven. Not Say Goodnight to the Bad Guys, but. Right, 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 yeah. Uh, no, that was almost on my list, like. That was almost like, and it almost made my honorable mentions, but it didn't, which is funny because it should have made my top five, uh, yeah. but it didn't. But that is a great, great moment, like, because that really is like a good, because you got to remember for some of us, including me, the later seasons weren't out yet Yeah. when, yeah. We, when we found the show. That was the finale. That was the end of it. You know, and so like that was it, and it it did it was nice. It did make me feel good. You're right. That is a great great one. What's your next <laughs> item on that list? Uh, okay, so my next one is what I thought was my number one moment. This this is big. This is big, Mark. This is what I thought was my number one moment of all time. Like, I've said it a thousand times that this is my number one moment of all times, and I really thought it was. And even when I started this list, this is what I thought was my number one moment. But 
But as I really thought about it and really went through some things and started watching some other episodes and started looking at some other things, I realized that, no, it's actually not. It's my number three moment. But my number one moment is Countdown to Liquor Day. When when Ricky goes out to see Ray and Ray's living in that boat and he's talking about the green bin business, right? And Ray's talking about how Ricky jumpstarts his dreams off Julian's battery. And he's hooking up the car batteries. And then he hooks into Rick. You feel that? Now start, start out, you know? That, dude, that was... For the longest time, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Like, I love that moment. Like, that shit is so gold. Um, and that was my number one, but it's not anymore. Any thoughts on that one, Go. You know what would be cool? If by weed in bulk, like a, like a bin full of buds. You broke up a little bit, bud. Uh, yeah, you're some kind of static. Oh, well, that noise is my torch. Oh. Yeah, I was saying, um, wouldn't it be cool to buy weed in bulk? Like, they have a bin full of buds, and there's a fucking scoop in it. I mean, it'd be you're huge. Talking about, you're talking about, like, the, like the, uh, like the fucking, um, it was like the granola bin at the yeah, store. Yeah. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> the Ziploc bin. Yeah. That would be amazing. I would it love cost, that shit. It cost a lot of fucking money, but yeah, it'd be fucking amazing. Maybe his hands are sweaty. I heard you, Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, got yourself a beer. All right, uh, so who's, who's turned this yeah, I decided to try to slow down on the liquor a bit much. Like, I know that I know that we know that I have one, a, you know, a little bottle, but it's not that big. It's really not. And I'm. Um, oh yeah, that's that's, that's a reason. Thing. Yeah, it's tiny, bro. So that's to help me keep my buzz going. And this is, or actually, that's to help me get to it. And this is to help me maintain and not get too hammered, bro. Because I got hammered last time, bro. Are you into those craft beers? Uh, yeah, I like craft beers. There's more expensive though, right? Totally. I spent twenty bucks on a twelve pack for this shit. Mm. But it's it, it's IPA. I like IPAs. Uh, I mean, of course, the key for me is the alcohol content, and it's seven point ten, which is pretty good for beer. Now, my favorite beer of all time is this one called um, Eye of the Hawk. Eye of the Cock. Wait, what? Eye of the Hawk is what I said. Oh, you were thinking of Big Hawk from Trailer Park? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, Eye of the Hawk is this really good beer. And it's like 9%, 9 point something. It's really good. 
years and years ago, there's this, okay, there's this, was a liquor, we called the liquor warehouse is what we called it. Some some of us called it liquor barn. Uh, but it was a giant liquor store in, in Napa. It was just a big warehouse. And uh, it was owned by like a brewery. So like they did all kinds of stuff there, you know. Uh, but they sold this one beer in there that was only sold in bottles, you know, big bottles, big bottles, you know, like this. Uh, and it had like a, a cork cop, a cork cop uh, twisted on with some shit, and it was called the Findu Monde, um, and which I guess is French for the end of the world. Because I looked that up at one time, like. 15 years ago and it said was that shit really that long ago 15 years ago that's possible I was sitting there thinking about this one time a little while ago I was sitting down by Napa uh, with this chick I know and yeah we were fooling around this time but we were both young I was probably 22 and she was probably 20 and we're sitting down by the river hanging out. And like I sit there and I think about it and I go, yeah, I'm 39. <laughs> that was, you know, 17, almost 20 years ago. Like, wow. Where did time go, bud? Who knows? Okay. Yeah. What was your what was your next uh, heartwarming moment, or did you have your turn just now? Oh no no I don't know yet. Hold on, I got I got tons of moments. Uh, did I give my number three? Uh, oh yeah, when Ray hooks the batteries. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah. my next one is the la- another final scene, the last scene of the first movie. Uh, everything worked out for them, and they were like, you know, Ricky and Lucy and Trinity having dinner. Everybody was happy. Oh, that chick that. Um, Julian was banging, who used to be the stripper. She got out of jail and, like, went and jumped up on him and shit. Like, it was just a really cool Oh, scene. the blonde girl. She was in, that was the movie then. Yeah, like, I guess it was two years after she got out of jail or whatever. And, uh, yeah. All right, well, what was the moment? Yeah, just the last scene of, last scenes of the first movie. That's that whole right. scene. Right. Up the, the you know, of all of Julian's chicks, bro, that is the one I like the most. And yes, I find her the the, the most attractive. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that's, okay, that's not a lie. I'm not gonna lie. But uh, I wish that I knew what happened to her because she gets arrested and gets taken away, and that's the last you hear. And and I'm talking that came out in what? Oh four. Yeah, I'm talking. I'm telling you, if I became a writer for Trail Park Boys, I'd bring back that character. I would bring back um, the girl that Bubbles started to date in uh, Countdown to Liquor Day, the veterinarian. Yes, yes. I'd like to see Bubbles get some pussy that's not in a porno movie for J-Rock. Yes, dude. No, I want nothing more than Bubs to have a chick, even yeah. for a minute. Like, I would be cool with, uh, what the hell is this? The Big Dirty? You are not. You are not the Big Dirty. What the hell is this crap? All right. So this is some bullshit. Okay. Anyway, I would love nothing more 
than Bubs to get a chick for a minute, even if she bounces, even if she yeah. leaves, you know, because most chicks leaves guys like us. Like, uh, well, yeah, I'm cool it, with that. Uh, the, the, one of Julian and Ricky's schemes and then go to jail and then she'd probably leave him. How was I looking up Big Dirty for? No, um, I don't remember. Want to see that sequence, or I don't remember. That's okay. I'll run through it right now, and when I'm watching this and editing, I'll know why, and I'll go find it for us, and I'll cut us out and put it in, and then this is the moment where I go, see guys, that's why I was looking for it because sober me later on editing found why. <laughs> this is why, guys. All right. Anyway, so heartwarming. Yeah, my next heartwarming moment. Uh, we're at number two. Yeah, we're down to number two. Oh yeah, because this one jumped in my brain. This is why number three wasn't number one. Number two. This is why number three wasn't number two. All right. You remember back in the beginning of season, I want to say three, where they have all that money. And, like, they're shooting off at each other's cars and bikes and bullshit. And Ricky's going to buy a trailer. Yeah. And he's going to buy some encyclopedias. And then he decides, what does he decide to do, Morg? Kiss John Leahy's bare ass. But why did that happen? Because he he said if if he didn't come up with, like, what, $5,000 to buy a trailer, he was going to do that. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, and why did he not have the money to do that because he just he just threw it away he just pissed it no, all away no no he Dude, bought, like the, he ens- he bought the encyclopedias he, they would cost he thought he, they no, he thought he thought he could afford it all he thought he could afford it all because he had money and then when it came right down to it at the end he couldn't afford both and his choice was either buy the trailer and kiss Leahy's ass, which realistically was a smart thing to do because then Trinity would have a home, right? (laughs) Or buy your daughter the encyclopedias you promised her and kiss Leahy's ass. And and he chooses to buy her the encyclopedias and he kisses Leahy's ass. And so, I mean, yeah, that's a rough one. (laughs) Realistically, buying a home was probably the smarter idea. <laughs> well, I guess if there was a silver lining to that, it was that he he got a little he got a little piece out of uh, out of Lucy afterwards. I'm pretty sure she fucked him for that. I think she threw him a little te- temporary tail. Lucy fucked him for a chicken sandwich before. I've, <laughs> I've seen it, you know. Yeah, it's, you don't get it for free apparently. So. Uh, my last heartwarming scene is uh, Moe's birth when Julian and Bubbles are congratulating Ricky on becoming a grandfather. And he let Julian let him drink out of his glass, which is almost unheard of. Very few people ever get to do that. It's a security blanket. He's, it's almost attached to his hand. It's almost welded to his hand at this point. So to let Ricky drink from his glass was a big deal. So, so all right, check this out. You just gave me an honorable moment that didn't make either of my lists because I have a couple honorable moments I want to say right now. 
But this one you just made me come up with, right? Or didn't come up with, but anyway. Um, because when that very same baby was born, there's a scene where Corey gets to hold the baby. And um, no jokes are made. No one falls down. No one does nothing stupid. It's just Corey and Trevor, or Corey and Jacob, and, the, and, and little baby Mo for a minute. And Corey's like, yeah, I get to hold this baby for a minute, you know? And like, and like that's it. Like, the boys don't make a joke. Like, no one makes a joke. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He didn't like, drop the baby. <laughs> didn't drop the baby. Didn't do anything like, it was just a super good moment, you know? That's true. Uh, that, so that, you just made me think of that. So that just popped up. Uh, three uh, honorable mentions real quick, then I'll get to my number one. Number three, you've already stated it, the season seven finale. That was a great one, dude. Um, just it, it really made me feel like warm because, like I said, for some of us, that was all we got at the time. You know, like that shit ended. You had countdown to Liquor Day, and you had um, uh, say goodnight to the bad guys. But in all, yeah, in all actuality, say goodnight and then countdown. That's how it went. It went season seven finale, say goodnight, countdown. But that was it. You know. So, to see everyone kind of happy for a minute, that was nice. Okay, number two mentioned. Uh, Cor- oh, I just stated it. When Corey gets to hold Jacob, uh, yeah. or gets to hold the baby. Okay, yeah, we just talked about it. Okay, number two, number one, the number one honorable mention. Uh, when, oh, when Julian buys back Bill and Idina's trailer. Oh, yeah, at, that was at, cool. Yeah. At the end of six, and that's what prompts Bubbles to say that Julian's the guy with the biggest heart in the park. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. My number one moment, heartwarming moment of all time in Trailer Park Boys, is during the Christmas special, and it's when Bubbles gets to read his letter from his parents. Oh yeah, that's great. And they talk about how, uh, how great the that Richard boy and that Julian boy is, and they'll love you and and get and guess what? Guess what happened the whole time? You know, the, that Richard boy did look out for Bubbles, and that okay. Julie boy did look out for Bubbles, and his grandma did welcome them in. You know what I'm saying? And like that uh, is just, that is just such a beautiful moment. In the animated series, did they do the the, the kids' voices <laughs> like when they were little boys? Did they speak in the same voices? I think they might have, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was totally. I mean, R- Ricky was Ricky for sure. Yeah. Because remember, he was he talked all funny. He was like, "Isis, don't." He almost talked like, uh, "What's his shit?" The little Jar Jar Binks or something. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. So the next list is worst moments. So these are moments um, where maybe you saw a character goes through something bad, or maybe it's just cringeworthy, like it was something that just didn't work um before i go into my first item i wasn't uh, ready for this one but that's all right um an honorable mention would be when randy's selling his popsicle sticks art and the woman goes oh what about the cock and my cock costs this much money and it's like they're trying to get cheap laughs with the whole cock thing and i I never really thought that was funny but uh but that's (laughs) 
but actually my my first worst moments um is basically every scene with fat candy every every scene <laughs> every scene yeah she's an eyesore and she's well you know what actually i realized tonight i was watching one of those episodes and i thought the reason i hate her most is that she and barb and donna took Leahy's camper away from him I think that more than anything pissed me off about them. That is the only thing I don't like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know everyone hates Fat Candy. I don't mind her that much. I really don't. Um, she is not my least favorite character. <laughs> we know this. Uh, but uh, you're right, dude. When when they push up in on Lady like that and fuck with him like that, I that is. I do call that shit personal, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because you already know, like, I love, my last name is, like, so here's a question I have for you and the listeners. Yes, I call myself Ray Hazen Jr., but I also call myself Scoop Dad Leahy, and, like, I do both, like, Scoop Dad Leahy Productions, and, like, should I keep doing both, or should I get rid of Ray and just call myself Scoop Dad Leahy? You can brand yourself. <laughs> like right here. Whoa, what's do you did you really brand yourself or what is that? No, no, that's part of my tattoo. Oh, you haven't seen it here. No, I mean the pink area. It looks like uh, it looks like a sunburn. Oh. Or something. oh, I might, I might be sunburned or something. Yeah. I don't know. That feels kind of hurty. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. So did you yeah. able to come up with a list of worst moments, or do I just read mine and we can just comment on oh, them? Worst moments. Worst moments. Um, no, I haven't thought of any. I didn't even realize I was doing that yet. All right, um, my, next, my next one is every scene with Colonel Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the Colonel Dancer. Yeah, I know. You don't mind either. You have I mean, when, when, when Leahy shows up when he's working at that fucking um, army surplus store and Leahy shows up there, you're going to drink with me. You know, like, that leads up into some good stuff. Man. Well, I mean, he was it was a little more tolerable in those scenes because he wasn't kicking everyone out of the park and shit. So I didn't mind him so much in season 10. But in season nine, he was fucking annoying. So my next one. Every scene where J Rock uses that fake Mexican accent, it's, it's, uh, it's, you it's know so, what? I didn't like her at all either, but yeah. that uh, character. He'd go to kiss her, and she'd like move her head away. She, she thought he was rich or something. Just brought her to yeah. a trailer park. Um, the next one, uh, involving act involving her actually. I didn't have mentioned it before. J Rock's Mexican wife pissing on the parking lot. Like it was so weird that that they did. She hella did, huh? Yeah. I don't. I didn't. I've never even thought of that once until just right now. And I wonder, was that in the script or was it improvised? <laughs> she just. Like, I'm not gonna. They have to She's shoot. She's like, it. hey, I gotta take a piss, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, in that case, I'm not mad at her. Yeah, I would like to. I would like to ask someone who was there when the scene was shot. Did she just go and do that? 
Oh, man. The next one is, and I know you'll love this, Lucy in the entire Christmas episode. Lucy is at the type, at the apex of her bitchiness, just saying, you know, you don't buy me a fucking fur coat. Saying, if you don't buy me a fucking fur coat, we're we're through and all this bullshit. She was trying to give Julie that belt buckle? Yeah, the mistletoe belt buckle, yeah. That's not... Yeah, this is a great topic dude this is a great topic and i just i feel bad because my brain ain't working (laughs) you know and i'm not thinking of what like okay my my lows of the of the park um i mean when fuck no, let's move on. Let's move on before we get something stupid. Oh, okay. Maybe we'll bring this topic back up again later or at another time. But, like, right now I'm just going to sit here and go, uh, the fucking hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, the next one so, is the best Snoop Dogg moments. Because even though he's in uh, two seasons, okay. uh, he's, he's still a cast member when you think about it. It wasn't just, like, a five-minute appearance. So um, the first okay. one, the first one I really loved it was... Uh, he and Bubbles and a bunch of them ran into those bullies who called Bubbles a nerd, and Snoop told them off. That was awesome. All right, yeah, yeah. So, so like, I, I don't know my moments on this one, but I, I've got a couple Snoop Dogs to jump my mind, and uh, so there is no order to what I say. Yeah. But, but what you just stated is very much one of them, and where he's like. You know, he's like, it's my cousin, you know, and he lets that little kid know. But the one that was caught, they were the same kids that was calling him nerd and everything, which I don't like. Hey, I don't like fucking bullies, dude. Let me get that shit straight real quick. Anyone out there that's a bully, I don't fucking like you. I don't like bullies. And, uh. That's what we think of bullies. Yeah, how many my shit. How many. <laughs> hey. These tattoos, every one of them is for beating up. See, every stripe is for a bully. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So That's what I do. I I eat bullies for fucking lunch, not even dinner. Lunch, breakfast, sometimes. I'm bully. Jeffrey. Dah- I'm Jeffrey Dahmer when it comes to bullies. <laughs> I'm uh. The next one was um. Performing with Bubbles at the Legion, that cool uh, hybrid country, country rap song they, they played for everyone. That shit is dope right there. Yeah, that shit is dope. Uh, the next one was, um, even though I feel bad for J-Rock in this situation, it's also funny. He goes, he goes to meet Snoop Dogg, and Snoop Dogg just thinks he's a fucking idiot. It doesn't matter that he's a rapper and everything. He's just totally dissing him yeah that did kind of burn me bro because uh j-rock ain't some punk in my eyes you know what i'm saying yeah even though even though he maybe he's not so tough yet he ain't a punk and you know what I, i'm the i got friends who are you know maybe kind of like that or they're not maybe so tough but they ain't bitches you know what i'm saying like <laughs> Like, oh, that should make me mad. But Snoop Dogg's a gangster, so I mean, hey, yeah. whatever. You know, uh, the, next, the next one was when he gave that ghetto blaster to Bubbles. Um, 
that just was impre- dope. I was impressed by that thing. I mean, I don't play cassettes nowadays, but that's a fucking cool ass ghetto That was dope. That was dope. Yeah. Uh, let me see. The last one is when he met Sarah and Lucy. They're screaming and shit. I don't know why. I just liked it for some reason. But I was kind of yeah. jealous too because you know, that's, you don't often see Sarah get like really excited about someone, and she seemed like she probably would have fucked him. You know. <laughs> uh, all right, I got one for you on this one that you ain't even named yet. How about when everyone's being dickheads? And Snoop goes, hey, motherfuckers, Bubs is about to play. And we're all sitting around being bitches about some bullshit, you know? <laughs> Whatever Snoop says, some Snoop Dogg stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then and then they all got to bounce, they all bounce out and roll because they all go, shit, Snoop's right. <laughs> we're all being stupid. Bubs is about to play. And we're all over here arguing over some bullshit. Yeah, Snoop is one of those rare celebrities that no one hates. I don't think any, I don't think he has haters. Oh, he's got to have a few, man. Everyone's got a few. Well, I mean, maybe, even even I got haters, bro. Well, I mean, I'm sure people who hate hip hop probably don't like him, but but in terms of his personality, it doesn't seem like a lot of people don't like him, you know. No, I mean, I I, I can't imagine why someone would. Snoop's pretty cool, in my opinion. But, like I said, everyone's got a hater somewhere, you know? The guy influenced the way people talk, man. That's a big deal. For shizzle my nizzle. Like, I heard a lot of white people use that expression. For shizzle my nizzle, this dizzle's off the hizzle. But apparently these days, that might be cultural appropriation. I don't even fucking know what people... Well, it's tributary most of the time, so... Their hearts were in the right place. Did I already read about segments and shit? Yeah, I did, huh? Yeah. Yeah. I gotta pee again, boy. Holy shit. You're, you're like a... Like to well, it's beer. Dumb and dumber, you're a camel. You're the, it's, it's beer, dude. That's the problem. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm drinking beer so I don't get too drunk, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember you so, fucking... I remember all the getting greasy guys that were kind of teasing you because you were chugging brandy. Yeah, yeah dude. I, <laughs> I, I got a great idea for a show for me and Sean, uh, but I haven't thought about talking to him about Do it. Do a yet. show where you just drink to the point where you're yeah, yeah, falling yeah. over, like blackout. Yeah, yeah, dude. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, buddy, I'm back. Okay. You mean you may need to keep a piss jug around there. <laughs> I was thinking about that, dude. I might just get one. You know, I really might. I wonder Especially, if people. At least people, on the night. At least on the nights when I drink, you know. I wonder if people. I wonder if there are fans who like will go to one of those shows. And like take an empty milk jug and fill it with like apple juice and and did anyone do that? You went to okay, this? okay, okay. So I don't know what was in what, but I will say that when uh, when me and Kevin and Virginia went to that show, I told you about that one time, you know, a bunch of times. Uh, there was a piss jug moment, and then piss jugs came fly, like out of nowhere, <laughs> flying and all kinds. Like, tons shit. of people in the audience had piss jugs. 
I don't know if there was piss in anything. I don't know. <laughs> like, I was further back at the moment than it mattered. So nothing came near us. We just watched the, just jugs fly. Wow. Did any of the I mean, to, oh, yeah, all over all of the state. Imagine it. Just the Pretend it was water with lemon food coloring. Like, yeah, right. it's breaking. Like, she was breaking everywhere. She was flying. Like, it happened, dude. And, I'm sure there uh, must be well, real McCoys in there somewhere. <laughs> I, I feel like they knew it was happening because there really wasn't anyone standing on stage at the moment. It probably happens a lot more often than we think. I bet it does. You know, yeah. like, I don't know. You know, I've only been to the one show. Or, well, thank, God they don't, thank God they don't throw bottles, eh? That'd be a real problem. I got tickets for my to the Letterkenny show. Should I should I record a sh- episodes for that? Should I, should I take a camera? You want to come with me, Morgan? No, wait, you. <laughs> well, I mean, not, well not, maybe not in the show, but... Uh, my travel there, my party at the hotel, my party after the party. Documentary about it, yeah. Yeah. You want to come? You want to come? It, it's March of next year. March of next year, really? I got to yeah. watch some more of that show. I've watched like the first episode. Yeah, you should uh, come down. Morgan, I got I got a hotel for two nights. I'm thinking about buying a third night. Yeah, really? Wow. Yeah, really, dude. It's right there in San Francisco. Down in the city, got a hotel for two nights already. Uh, there's three seats left in the same row I'm in. Wow, have to take I'm that just, consideration. I, I'm just saying, buddy. They're like they're like 140 bucks a ticket. Fuck, I'll buy I'll buy your ticket, bud. Yeah, it'll be a little bit difficult because uh, like on my end because the IRS is fucking me. Uh, see on YouTube, everybody. Um, well, I did make a video about this, but so basically I was making money from the ads I was running on the videos, but then the IRS became, they became aware of that. And so now, uh, I don't know what the percentage is, but they're taking huge tax bites out of my income from that. It took $600 for me this month. And I was supposed to get 1600. So the IRS can suck my dick. That reminds me, hey, IRS. You, me, out behind the backstop after lunch. Yeah, man. And then I don't even benefit from paying American taxes. The Americans uh, are benefiting from They're getting my uh, money. Hey, getting- Morgan, what if, I said, what if I said I'll buy your ticket? All you got to do is come. Keep, uh, damn, that might even be more. Fly down here, bud. I'll get the, I got the ho- oh, hotel rooms already paid for. Yeah. I mean, I'll get your ticket, buddy. Like that ain't even an issue. 140 bucks. I got that. I'll get that right now. What What is the major, the closest major city that you live near? Oh, oh, me, uh, Sacramento, I guess. Sacramento. I'm kind of in between, in, in between Sac and, and San Francisco. Uh, the show is in San Francisco. So if you flew down into San Francisco, then, uh, like, even if it was the day after, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would go down. Okay, so I've got Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I got Saturday night and Sunday night. Those are the nights I have the hotel room. Okay, Saturday night and Sunday night. The show is on Sunday. 
So I'm fl- I'm going down the night before and just chilling. The day of the show, I'm chilling. I've got I've got a hotel room half a block from the fucking show. Like so, when we leave the show, we go outside, take a left, and go down half a block. It's it's on the same street, <laughs> you know. It's right there. Uh, anyway, fucking um. What was the hell was I saying? We, um, well, before you start talking about that show, uh, weren't we talking about the piss jugs at the, at the show? Oh, yes, we were talking about piss jugs. I can't remember what, what that led into, but. Me neither. Um, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I think that thread's broken. Yet. Yeah, well, hey, we'll come back to it when it comes uh, apparent again. I think there's a town, it might be Sacramento, that they're saying it's becoming a boom town in California. So there's a place that's going to have tons of jobs, but I don't know. Or do you know if you're going to move to North Carolina or not? Have you made up your mind? Nah. No, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know. I haven't decided yet, but I mean, frankly, I'm not going to let me moving somewhere dictate where I'm going. I'm going to let jobs dictate where I'm going. Um, I thought about doing that, and you're right. I did make that point, but like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna co-sign or feel good or help out. You know, me going closer to where she's taking him away is co-signing uh, her doing it. So, no, I'm not going to. Oh, that's a drag. You know, I don't know, but I don't know. I'm a, I'm really upset. Like I'm really, really, really upset. And like I've been doing a really good job of keeping it in and hiding it, and not telling nobody nothing. But like I'm very mad, very upset. Yeah, yeah dude, I'm pissed off. When like, are they supposed to move? I don't know yet, dude. She hasn't even. That's the whole point. Like the, the judge gave her everything, granted her permission to run away. And guess what? She doesn't have a place to go. She hasn't figured nothing out yet. Like, and yeah, maybe maybe she'll never do it. You know? Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe I'm I'm worked up over no reason. You know? But what is it, there? It, it just irritates me a lot, bud. Sure. It's like it's like. Well, what what is it about North Carolina that would attract her so much? I mean. It, Jobs. I don't know if that's a special job situation out there. So her her second child. Um, all right. So her second child she shouldn't have had uh, a long time ago when when my son was still in the belly when he was still almost born. Um, the doctor had a talk with us and explained to us that she has a condition called tubular sclerosis and my son now has a condition called tubular sclerosis because he caught it from the mom uh and it's got shit to do with tumors and whatnot and that's besides the point here and there but anyway uh he says we should we shouldn't have kids like she should not have children anymore uh so she 
you know, fast forward, she has children. Like, she has kid me, but fuck, what was the point I'm getting at? She has a kid. She has the other kid. Uh, oh, that's why. That's why she's trying to move to North Carolina. So she has a second child. I was trying to get context. That's all it was. She has a second child, dude. Um, and so that bothers me, bro, because I was in the room with the doctor when my son was issued, and we were being told that she shouldn't have children. She's had another child since then, and that's why she's moved to North Carolina, because there's a fucking, uh, apparently there's a hospital over there that can take care of the condition that that child has, which is the same one she has. And my my boy has a lightweight problem with it, but it ain't like her or the the baby. But and and I I know what's going on with my boy. Like my boy loves his little brother. Like his little brother's a little guy. That little guy is fucked, dude. And I don't need to talk too much too much about. Wait, wait, he could die from that condition. Well, I don't know if he could die. Maybe I don't know. No. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know enough. I know that he's like missing like an ear or part of his ear. I know that he's, uh, you know, tumors can totally come and go. I know that. Uh, what else I know about? He can barely walk. Um, there's a lot of shit that's a little fucked up about him. And, like, I, it bothers me, bro. It really does, dude. Uh, because I was there in that room when the doctor told us that she shouldn't have any more children. And so the fact that she did or manipulate anyone else to go in any other situation away, like, that shit bothers me, dude. You know? Like, no one else knows what it felt, what I felt like. Like, I found out my son has problems. The woman I'm having my son with has problems. Everybody's having problems, and me being me, not to toot my own horn, I'm always perfect. Like I don't get sick or hurt or nothing. So I'm like, does she have money? No. Well, she does now. Her grandparents died. Oh yeah. And, and so they're well. So she's, so she's moving to North Carolina. And that's the point. There's a special hospital over there. Yeah. But, I mean, it costs a fortune to move that far away and just to set down roots in another area. And well, she's the got big the money deal. to do it. Yeah. Oh. She's got the money to do it, but fuck. Anyway, what are you saying? Yeah, well, I, I guess, you know, when you take that into consideration. Ah. Well, how does your son you know, feel? About my son, um. All right. From this moment forward, everything I say is all speculation. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure I said that before. Since this is an episode, I don't want it to go out and anyone think that what I'm stating is any one thing or another. Everything I'm stating from this moment forward is speculation. This is just how I feel about things. My son, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how he feels. Um, my son, very much like I've stated before to you, he doesn't like to rock the boat too much. 
I know that his mom is leaving everything in Napa. When they move, they're, they're taking nothing. She's buying all brand new everything. Um, so part of me wonders if maybe she was like, hey, if you come with me, you're going to get brand new everything. You know that, right? So I'm not saying that that's what happened. I don't know. No one talks to me. No one tells me anything. She doesn't tell me shit. He doesn't tell me shit. Like, no one tells me anything. These are just things I get to sit around and assume, you know? I know what happens when we assume, right, bud? Yeah. Big assholes out of all of us. (laughs) You know? But, yeah, so, like, basically, my boy now, um, you know, I mean, here's the thing that pisses me off more than anything. I, got, I go to court, dude. It was very biased. I know I've mentioned that. I don't know if I've told you the story. Like, it was very biased, bro. Like, we come out of the break, and the judge is like, so I think I've convinced the boy on the move. I was like, wait, what did I just hear? Did I just hear the judge say, I think I've convinced the boy on the move? I didn't know judges were supposed to convince people of things. Yeah, I thought lawyers were supposed to do that. Thank you, sir. I thought judges were just supposed to be uh, impartial and biased. Did she have a lawyer? No, no one did. Uh, and but like, yeah, so like, and then my my boy. No, I'm telling you, son. I'm telling you. Like when I went in there, man, and I tried talking. I tried saying a few things. Man, no one was fucking. It got to the point, Morgan, when I was banging my fist, I was banging my fist on the goddamn desk. I'm fucking starting to yell. I'm like, hello, is, this shit is bullshit. She's li- she was lying, bro. Like, oh, let me let me rephrase that. Over exaggerating a few times, a couple lies, not too many, but like, it was bad, dude. And I got very upset, dude. And you just and, believed everything. Yeah, of course. And, Nothing I said mattered, man. Like, usually. Nothing I ever say. But anyway, yeah, so then now my son's going to North Carolina, and she's going, uh, which I didn't care about. My boy's going, and and I know know it has something to do with his brother. I know it does a little bit. I know that she was at some point saying, well, we're gonna buy all new shit and your brother needs you because that was part of my argument man the girl can't take care of shit she can't cook she can't clean she can't nothing she blames it on all kinds of other things and she good at manipulation oh a hundred percent lucy could fucking learn something from her uh but like and i can hear it's you know, and you know what? That little brother would be lost without my son. And he really would be. Mm. And, you know what? and you know what? I like that little guy, too. I yeah. do. I really do. I really like Aiden. I like that little guy. He's a good little dude. You know? 
Uh oh, Morgs lost you. Yeah, yeah. You're back. Here we go. In Apocalypse Land, trust me, I'll take little kid. So what was she just trying to depict you as being like Ricky? No, yeah, 100%. I'm always the bad guy. Just everything I do is wrong. Everything I do is bad. Like, all I did was ask to have my share. No, I don't get my share. Like, I'm always wrong. I'm always... She's letting Caden see his dad. I bring that shit up in court. And she looks at me and goes, don't you dare bring up my other son. It has nothing to do with you. You're right, it doesn't. I'm sorry. The judge goes... She's right, Mr. Raisin. It has nothing to do with you. And he goes, sir, I'm just trying to bring up the fact that she's letting the other dad see that child while she's taking mine away from me the whole time. Why is she doing that? The only reason why is because I'm fighting her. He's not fighting her. He wasn't fighting her. He said, go ahead. So she, that's, the, that's the thing, Lord. I'm fighting her this time. That's so I lose. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It sucks, man. It's the story of my life, Lord. I've lost day in, day out. Always lose. Why? Because I fight. I always fight. I fight. I'm a fuck fighter. I'm an asshole. Uh, but I love my friends. Just like I love you, uh, Lord. So help me God, everyone. Anyone ever fucks with you, bro. Oh, thank you. you. You know where to send him, right? Yeah. Look at me. Uh, 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 I'm going to eat him. Uh, uh, don't worry about Ryan. About Ryan. Oh, Ryan. You're about Ryan. Totally about Ryan, right? Yeah. Lost his cousin. Yeah. Yeah, let's not talk about that. Yeah, Yeah, let's not talk about that shit. Move on. Anyway, yeah, so... So, yeah, bud, I got that bullshit I'm fighting and fucking, but no matter what, I always lose. I always lose. And why? Because the dad always loses. Yeah. That's an asshole. Absolutely. That's an asshole. He ain't worth nothing. That's what they always say. But you know what? I'm a great dad, dude, and I'm a good motherfucker. And, uh... Yeah, and the videos that you sent me, like, I could tell you and your son had a great time together. Thank you, sir. You're just, you're just as much buddies as you were father and son. Anywho, I don't know why, because I, I don't know the chick from a hole in the ground, but I still have this feeling, like, it's all talk. She may not actually follow through with it, because uh, even though she wants that kid to be taken care of that's a huge fucking change right to lift to pull up your roots and go to the other side of the country now her brother already lives over there why would he let them stay there in the beginning no 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 she she's talking about moving like nine hours away from them no no uh but uh she very much likes to do things that hurt me so Hmm. uh Moving over there would take Drake away from me, and that would hurt me. So that's probably what's going to happen. Well, somebody knows how to hold a grudge. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only thing is, okay, the biggest thing is, 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 is I am hands down, and I, I don't even want to say this on online. I'm 
cuter than most guys she gets to date, okay? <laughs> and so she holds that grudge big time, I feel. And then um, she feels like everything I have done has been her or my fault, and so it's all to blame, and it's all, I don't know, but it's a long story. Yeah, I don't know if I could if I could cope with the hardships that come your way when you're a parent. They seem like they're pretty, I mean, pretty intense. Yeah. That's why I decided like I'm I, I don't date anymore. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't mind a part time girlfriend. You know, someone come around like two or three nights a week. But yeah, don't live that. <laughs> but besides that, nah. Um, Fuck, I forgot what I was saying. Fuck it, I forgot. It didn't matter. Well, it seems like like not living together is actually a good idea because um, I think, you know, one of the reasons why people end up fighting so much is that familiarity breeds contempt. You're around each other two months. Uh, well, you know, if, if we spend too much time around each other, we begin to get bored. Yeah, get, that's, that's or, true. Maybe that's not the right word. What's the word I'm looking for? Complacent. Yeah, too, yep. We begin to get complacent, you know, and so we start to feel a one way, and we're like, but, like, maybe I love you more than I feel, but you get what I'm saying. It goes through cycles, you know, and yeah. uh, make it go t- days without speaking to them. So, but it seems like not living together works better because... That way, it's always it's always a reunion when you get together, right? And it kind of keeps it a little bit fresh, you know. There's a little bit of breathing room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess it depends on the couple too. Oh no! Totally. Yeah. Uh, like Paul and Linda McCartney, they were never apart during that entire marriage. You know, that can be bad, bud. I mean, that can be good, but it can be bad. He brought her on stage to perform music with him, even though she had no talent. Somebody actually, like, somebody that worked for them, spread around and they were the singing, and it was terrible singing. I know it must be on YouTube. I've heard it before. It is pathetically bad singing. Like she wasn't even really trying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what else to talk about? I think I blew my wad, pal. No, you haven't. I haven't yet. <laughs> I don't know. Am I talking about sick? I already have. Fuck. Have we already blown our wads? I think we have, yeah. Fuck, dude. Hold on. Give me a second. Damn it. I think you're right. You know, as far as dating goes, I'm in this phase right now. I wonder how common this is where... Right, Morgan. It's spitball time. It's spitball time. Let's go, bud. Spitball time. Yeah, you and me spitballing. This is us randomly talking about yeah 
Things that that don't matter. Or it, actually, it matters to you and me and no one else. So go, bud. So I think um, so is the rebound defined as you come out of a relationship and because you no longer have that connection, you'll date almost anybody, and then you can end up with the wrong person just because you you're feeling uh, you know uh, codependent and shit. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 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 maybe. I've been going on fucking plenty of fish and all this shit and. So, that is some depressing stuff, by the way. Uh, so, Morgan, I spent most of my life uh, searching for something, something. Stop searching, bud. Yeah. Stop, just stop searching for number one. All right, number two. We got to go out. You got to go outside, bud. We got to go out and search, man. Let's see, you want to go out? You want to go party? You want to go meet up? I mean, yeah. besides, I mean, fuck me. Any club you have in town, go there. One well, night out of the week. I'm a little too old for those clubs, but I could go to the singles no, bar. No, okay, single bars, man. Let's go there. Go there. Because the, you know, the, the, do you want me to come meet you? <laughs> I will come up, but like you. More, you gotta go. Like, we gotta branch out of ourselves. Okay, whatever it takes. All right, so maybe it's not go at the club. It's go to what any little, you know, karaoke bar, you know, something. Like, we have to go outside. You know, our our video games will not give us a girlfriend. No. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, Morgan, I'm telling you right now, I bet you it's the same way. As much as Canadian girls would love my American ass, American chicks would love your Canadian ass. Mm. Well, I have had, uh, was it three American girlfriends? Morgan, I'll get you laid, bro. You want to come down? Um, I seem to do better with American women than Canadian women, that's for sure. I, oh, of course you do. Like, let's switch houses for a week. I bet you we'll both get laid like 12 times. Yeah, being American might give you some kind of edge, some kind of uh, danger it's, it's, to it. It's the accent. Maybe, yeah. That's, uh, well, it's weird because Canadians have – Canada has this weird relationship with the states – uh, we're, we're overshadowed by you, but at the same time, Canadians love to visit there. And uh, <laughs> I don't know. I guess it's like if you're in high school, you talk trash about the in crowd. But if they want to hang out with you, suddenly you're glad to be around them. <clears throat> Dude, fuck the in crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, in, the United States is kind of the in crowd of the world, you know. You're right, Morgs. Even though uh, you guys are constantly telling us through your movies and TV shows that your country is the greatest in the world, that you're actually you're actually telling us your country is not as good as ours. <laughs> you know how many times I've heard uh, your national anthem and the Pledge of Allegiance and all that shit? A lot. Yeah. I even know some of it by heart at this point. Like, did you have to do the Pledge of Allegiance in elementary school? Yes, every year. 
Oh, if I, that's kind of long, right? Pledge allegiance to the flag, United States of America, to the public for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. We had to do um, the Canadian National Anthem, which is not a practice that I don't think anybody has kept on in their adult life. <laughs> the whole regime. Yeah, yeah, man, I just every morning I got up stand still at nine o'clock and listen to the anthem it's just this thing i do i think i think people have done that zero times <laughs> <laughs> at least in this country maybe there probably are americans who do that with your national anthem like the guy i saw in florida who planted a huge no, ass i American mean i would I, I once saw a guy like go oh yeah well that's uh, yeah and i was like hey fuck you yeah <laughs> Yeah, got the wrong. Uh, yeah, wrong economy, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I got, uh, I got some candy. Hey, what kind of candy you got? Starburst. Starburst. Yeah. Anywho, fuck, bud. Yeah, I like Starburst. They're nice. Me too. I love Starburst. I love fruit candies. All right, fruit candy all the time. Yeah, one, there we go. Yeah, I like those. I like Skittles. They're good. There's not a lot of stuff that's sweet that I don't like. I am a connoisseur of nougat. I'm very fond of nougat. Ooh, you like nougat? Yeah. I like nougat. Nougat is nice. Charles and Chew and uh, the nougat with the, like, jujubes in it. We just called yeah. them jujubes, by the way. <laughs> wait, 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 what'd you say? <laughs> we call them jujubes. You guys call them jujubes. I don't know what, I don't know if it's correct or incorrect. I don't know which one's the... It's supposed to be for now. And, oh, and we just say tuna. You guys say tuna fish. But we're aware it's Dude, a fish. Logan, <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, there's nothing I want more in my life is to one day be up in Canada somewhere. Yeah. And when I walk around, I just hear juju and shit. Like, just I start hearing Canadian talk behind me. Yeah. Well, Sorry. yeah, you'd hear a lot of that in Nova Scotia, that's for sure. Like bubbles when like the liquor lanch scene bubbles like is he ever on the booze? That's an expression on there. Is he ever or is she ever talking about someone who's done something in a big way <clears throat> or to a long extent? So. Are they ever on the booze? Yeah. Did you have two different kinds of ships there? <laughs> Yeah, you have two different kinds of Doritos, right? Have you ever made uh, nachos with Doritos? That seems like that'd be, that would be really good. I have had. No. No, I haven't. Yeah, that'd be cool to use like the Cool Ranch as the, as the nachos or... 
or maybe the uh, zesty cheese. Some places overdo it with the guacamole, I think. You know, you get to that point where it's just fucking glop. It's just a bunch of slime. The guacamole? <laughs> yeah, the, no, I mean, the nachos, like, if they put too much guacamole, yeah, it's just at this point, like, you're just eating slop. It's like what, like what they give to pigs every day. Eat, eat, eat that slop, you fucking pig. <laughs> there's a place in las vegas i think yeah if you weigh a certain amount you get to eat for free uh like i think if you're like 400 pounds maybe people have had heart attacks in the restaurant they actually make a milkshake with like butter somehow i don't know how it works but Apparently it's delicious. <clears throat> Everything is just like calorie loaded to the extreme in this place, which is the whole point of it. It was part really? of this. It was part of this documentary series called um, "The Seven Deadly Sins." The guy who made uh, Super Size Me, he made this documentary series, and uh, another one was about sex. This woman's like in her 70s or 80s and she's still fucking she's she's on the cock hard. She's just fucking all these guys. Yeah, I think her I think her name was Hattie. (laughs) I'm not going to say why I I know this information, but she was also she was on Dr. Phil once, too. Like she's just she's not done with the cock. She's just she loves to have sex and she has one night stands with. Lots of younger guys, and and it's it's a never-ending thing, and because basically any woman can get laid. Women have sexual privilege. That's one way they're different from us. They're, they give the consent, and so and they can get laid whenever they want. Whereas men, it's a fucking challenge. Challenge with obstacles. Yeah. Yeah. There are guys. Who, there are guys who will fuck a seventy-five-year-old woman. They're out there. There's a whole genre of pornography that Gilf, Grandma, I like to fuck, and grannies, and there are lots of websites where you can check out that porn, and they make porn videos of women in their seventies getting fucked, and yeah, it's making money. What? You are 100% correct, and that is making money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are paid sites for that. One is, uh, <clears throat> okay, so I, I happen to like mature women. There's one site, like, site called, um, I think it's Matures Over 60. So, yeah, it's like women in 60s, age 60 or over, and they've, they have, they've had, like, breast implants and surgery and dressing, like, young girls and shit, and they do porn. So, yeah, I've, I've checked it out. I never actually paid for it, but I've looked at it. But uh, <clears throat> today's 70-year-old is not like they were, you know, 70 years ago. Do you know who my favorite 70-year-old is? Who? Betty White. Betty White, yeah. Well, she's a hundred. I nine, love Betty White. She's 99 years old. She's going to be 100. Yeah, she's about 100. 
I love Betty White so much. Yeah, she's I awesome. I love Betty White. She's my yeah, favorite. She's my favorite chick of all time. She yeah. There's a great documentary about her on Netflix. Talk about her life and there's really? a really cool, really cool scene where she's she went into a at a wildlife preserve or zoo or something and hung out with a bear and the bear didn't attack her. He liked her too. She fed him marshmallows and they were like buddies. Really cool thing to watch. <clears throat> Is that a fucking blowtorch? Yeah. You, you light your joints off that? Or? I'm lighting my dab uh, pen off it. Oh. What's that green stuff wrapped around it? Is that like tape? <laughs> Oh, is that the way you got? This? Is that stained glass or something? Come with it? Your, yeah, your pipe. Is that, does that have like stained glass pattern in oh, it? Oh, this, this. Yeah, that. Oh, I thought. No, no it's oh, a. Uh... Tape around it. No, it's, uh, what the hell is that type of uh, plastic shit, though? I was going to say, if you're going to put a tape that's held together with, uh, if you're going to hold a machine that's held together with tape, you might not want to put it at your face. (laughs) No. Fuck, bud. Well, I'm out. Like J Rock leaving the the rap concert, and I'm the microphone assassin. I'm out. Yeah, I think I, I think I ran out of shit too, bud. <laughs> well, we almost got two hours out of this, and with Did all we? stuff put in there, it's gonna be over two hours, yeah. Well, fuck that, buddy. Well, this is Morgan Rector signing off. Here. Bam! <laughs> All right, take it easy.